Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Carol J. Obley. Soul Visions LLC has been the bridge between heaven and earth in more than 10,000 group and individual readings. She has been the subject of newspaper articles, also has published articles on spiritual and metaphysical subjects, and taught numerous workshops at Lilydale, New York, the largest center for spiritualism. She has produced audio programs to help folks with spiritual development, teaches classes in intuition, mediumship, and healing. She was back with me in September of last year. She has a new book coming out called Wisdom from the Spirit World. Carol, Welcome back. Hope you're doing okay. Good evening, George. Thank you. All well with you? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's good. And this new book's coming out when? In June? Um, The official publication date is, I believe it's August 31st. Um, It's currently available for pre-order on Amazon, but the official publishing date is, I think it's the end of August. Sounds like it's going to be a good one. You know what, this book is, um, it, it, it was probably the hardest for me to write uh, because I was going through personal issues at the time. So uh, this one was a little bit more difficult personally for me uh, from what I was going through. But the information in it is, is amazing. And I, my intent in writing is always to help people, and that's my intent in everything that I do with mediumship and uh, media appearances and so forth. Uh, So I think it is going to be a good one. It really breaks down what we are to learn uh, from the spirit world. There's, There's a lot of things focused in mediumship on the evidence that's given from those in spirit, and that's fine. I do a lot of that as well. But I think sometimes what gets missed, George, is what are we to do with that information? Mm-hmm. How can it help improve the quality of our lives? And how can we grow and possibly evolve uh, <clears throat> from what mediumship has to offer? And especially now. I mean, I, I've never sensed a time where people just need to grasp on to things like this than ever before, Carol. How about you? That is 100% spot on. I, I think what I, well, it's not even what I think, it's what I feel. We collectively are going through a reset, a reset at a fundamental level. And actually, and maybe we'll get into this a little bit later, but uh, some of the readings I've been doing for clients recently have reflected that where ancestors are coming through and talking about their tough times, their times, uh, for example, during the Great Depression, uh, you know, things that they had to uh, overcome, challenges in their, in their lives. Uh, so it's even being reflected in the readings that I am doing personally, um, you know, help from the other side, them knowing what we're going through. You've got uh, several books out, but the one that comes out in August, uh, Wisdom from the Spirit World, tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's uh, I talk a lot in there. There's three sections, uh, but I talk a lot about really, you know, 
what are we doing here? <laughs> as far as <laughs> why are we what, here? Why do we come? That's exactly it. Uh, why do we come to Earth? Uh, you know, why do we come to this physical realm where there's there's suffering and there's you know there's pain and there's there's death and you know all illness and all this kind of thing. And um, so it, I, I really delve into uh, these things called the Akashic Files. Um, the famous American psychic, Edgar Cayce, mm-hmm. who read during the 1920s and 30s, uh, spoke a lot about that. He also called it the Book of Life. And it's the sum total uh, of what a soul has done from the beginning of time, whenever that was. So I delve into a lot of that and how uh, we kind of pre-plan what we need to experience here and that doesn't invalidate uh, choice. And I also talk about the specific lessons uh, that the other side has to teach us. And then in the last section, uh, how we can merge our personality with our soul to offer a unique contribution to the world. Carol, tell us about your work in intuition and your classes with that. That fascinates me. Well, intuition is something that every every person has. Um, it's the voice of the higher self or the soul. Uh, there's a lot of things that you can call that. Uh, it's higher awareness, and it's coming from this thing that's called the soul, which is part of the divine or you know higher source. So the development of that, and incidentally, uh, George, what I've discovered is that the biggest impediment to that in in the years I've been teaching is a lack of trust. People do not trust their intuition. Exactly. And And they don't act on it then. That is correct. And then they kick themselves and say, you know, I, I should have listened to that. So it's that still small voice within every human being that is sort of uh, a roadmap and or a GPS and saying, you know, this is the direction that you want to go into. Is it natural intuition or is it something a little more supernatural? I feel it's very natural in my experience of uh, about 25 years of doing this work. Um, I, I feel that it is naturally there. Uh, you know, it's there for our protection. It's there for our navigation, if mm-hmm. you will. That's why I call it a GPS. Uh, so it is It is natural, but it can be developed. And I, again, the biggest impediment that people have is a lack of trust. They think that they're making things up. So there's sort of a discernment that people have to have you know, when they're gauging, uh, is that really, you know, accurate or am I making that up? And when I teach, uh, that's part of what I do. Animals have this kind of instinct where it keeps them from falling into danger. They sense things. Would that be considered a natural part of intuition that they might have? Yes. In fact, uh, you and I must be on the same same wavelength here because I was just going to mention animals that they operate that they live that they exist through uh, you know that inner prompting if you want to call it that 
and that's how they uh, avoid a lot of things. That's absolutely correct. And I think they don't question it like we do, because we've got this thing called the rational mind. Animals simply, they bring presence. They, they simply, they are in the moment. And that's why they have so much to offer uh, sure. to us as human beings. Well, we've got this saying with humans, would have, could have, should have. And, uh, you know, that's like not acting on your intuition or your gut instincts. Exactly. It, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, that phrase, because in my second book, I'm sorry, in my third book, <laughs> I have a chapter by that name, and <laughs> it's people who, it, it's, I hear this quite frequently, you know, with the people who are grieving somebody, they second guess, you know, the death, they second guess uh, what could have been done differently, what could have been done medically, um, what should I have done to, you know, make life better for my loved one? Yeah. So that's quite common. And some people, Carol, beat themselves up as well because they say, had I done this, maybe this wouldn't have happened to this person I cared about or this job that I lost or whatever. Precisely. And that's something that people can carry for a long, long time. And it's it's really what I term false guilt. Because true guilt is if we've legitimately wronged somebody, we know it's we know it's wrong, and we go ahead and do it anyway. But false guilt is something that I've dealt a lot with in my career as being a medium. That people hold that, and then they beat themselves up and continually replay it uh, after their loved one has passed, and it keeps them stuck, and so they don't really evolve and process uh, the grief. Now, with uh, the readings you've done, you've done more than 10,000 readings. Give us some highlights, some memorable ones for you. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, this is really cool. Uh, There was uh, a client actually out your way, (laughs) and, um, of course, I know nothing about people before I read for them. Uh, Long story short, her significant other had passed. This gentleman was an atheist when he was here. Hmm. Uh, This came through in the session without her saying anything. He came through to me. I felt him to be extremely rational. And he was not the type of guy who would have come to someone like me. And so I relayed this to her. And she says, that's absolutely correct. And... uh, you know, so the reading progresses. And he says, here's a message for her. I want to tell her that there is an afterlife. And she said, you know, that's really funny. And as soon as I hear that's funny, I know that the message is dead on because she said, we always used to argue about that. And I would tell him, no, there is something beyond physical life. And he would always say, no, you know, that there isn't. So during the reading, he came through and essentially admitted that he had been wrong huh. in life. I love that. And uh, so it was it was quite fascinating. Uh, in fact, that's one of the stories that I, I feature in uh, Wisdom from the Spirit World. Uh, there have been readings in which 
people talk about hovering above their bodies. They sometimes describe the scene. I will relay that to the sitter or the receiver of the reading, and they'll validate it. Uh, yes, you know, this is what happened. Uh, one reading I did with a uh, whole family came, and they had lost their 22-year-old son in a, in a car accident. He had passed instantaneously. He came through and gave the name of the individual who found him wow. on the side of the road, came upon this horrible accident. And uh, so that was passed on. And the parents, you know, of course, gasped. And then he came through and promptly began to tell them uh, how he communicated with them. So these things called ADCs, or after-death uh, communications, that term first coined by Bill and Judy Guggenheim in their book, Hello from Heaven. And so it's, you know, communication without the use of a medium. Uh, for example, this young guy used to produce... Um, images on the TV screen, and uh, he would turn the screen blue. Mm -hmm. uh, he would make impressions on the uh, answering machine. Uh, he would do all kinds of phenomena like that, and all of this was verified. Uh, so that was quite an interesting reading, particularly with uh, proving the continuity of consciousness. After he, he really wanted to communicate, didn't he? He did, and you know, I find that that's very common, George, when uh, young people pass. Uh, another thing that there's been a huge influx with that it has, um, in my practice, has, has been opioid addiction uh, deaths. Yes. And that's been a real uh, epidemic, and I wrote about it extensively in uh, the new book. And there's been uh, spirits that have come through, and they talk about their mental and emotional state, what was going on prior to the overdose. And sometimes they'll actually uh, talk about it, and I found this quite fascinating, the recovery that they go through on the other side. And they'll describe that, and they'll talk about being wrapped in light, different frequencies of light for healing and also going through the life review uh that whole process which a lot of your listeners have probably read in books and i can tell you that it is absolutely true uh, we do get a review of life and more importantly um, the karma or the cause and effect that our life had and also the the specific lessons that we came here to to learn. Uh, so some of them come in and relay that as well. So there's been uh, so many things, as you can well imagine, in that many readings. Do you um, think some of those who die of uh, things like prescription overdoses, is there regret on the other side? Do they think, oh my gosh, I made this horrible mistake? How do they feel? Yeah, I, honestly, and I've done a good many of re, uh, readings of parents who have lost children. Um, and I just did one today, as a matter of fact, and uh, also suicides. I have never communicated with a soul who has taken their own life or 
something like an overdose that was not intentional, in which the communicating spirit was happy about it, has never happened. And I usually, you know, there's usually a lot of regrets. There's usually a lot of looking back and a lot of regrets about that sort of thing. And I've never spoken with one in many, many readings that says, gee whiz, I'm really happy, you know, that I ended my life and I came over here. Uh, Most of them talk about unfinished business. Mm -hmm. Most of them retain a foot in the physical world and a foot in the spiritual world because they really haven't finished their natural lifespan here. So it's kind of a peculiar situation, but I've, I've seen that to be true. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.